What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Oblivious Podcast. We are now on episode 73. And like we do every week, we're just going to get right into it, starting with how everybody is doing. Angel, how are you? I'm doing all right. She's doing all right. All right. Cool. Cool. Julio, how are you, man? Just been doing some some gaming every day on the on the shits. You gotta be aggressively awkward. Just fucking dead air for like ten seconds. Come on, man. You've been what? doing this for seventy three weeks now. Just say what how you're doing. Is like, it shit. When I prompt you, just talk. Like you know this. Um. God. Okay. Okay. Uh, personally, I'm doing just fine. I'm really tired, but what's new there? So we're just gonna dive straight into shit, like we do. I don't know why I have a weird accent right now. Um, I I have a ten. Okay, so I'm using headphones. Um, and I have a tendency to talk really weird when I can't hear myself. So if I sound stupid as fuck, just let me know. Basically, you always seem stupid. All right, Julio. I see we're projecting already, but that's cool. Um, okay, so our first topic of the evening is Xbox is going to introduce FPS boost programs for backwards compatible games. So the FPS program is basically this thing. They kind of did it with HDR, even though that's a lot more automated, I believe, than this is going to be. But uh, what is going to happen is backwards compatible games that come out for uh they they might add or ones that are already out stuff like that from the 360 and even xbox one generation or even even the original xbox um there's a group of devs who are going to go in and like just give it an fps boost uh so if it you know if on the 360 it ran at 30 frames per second there's a good chance that it might run to 120 on next gen consoles um which is pretty damn cool when you think about it, especially considering how hands-off it's gonna be for uh, the people who made the games originally. So like, for example, uh, Watch Dogs 1 and 2 are some of the first games that are getting this FPS boost. And so when you play them on next-gen consoles, they're gonna run at 60 FPS, but Ubisoft didn't have to do that. They didn't have to go and update the game with that. Uh, Microsoft just did. They just went in and took care of it. Uh, it's very similar to programs that they've done before, like the backwards compatibility program in general, where there are the people that go in and they make it work on current gen consoles and upres it or whatever they want to do with it and then put it out there. Uh, they also have a much more automated system for that for HDR. Um, there is not a single game I have played so far on my Series X that didn't run in HDR because they have this automated system. Uh, it does auto HDR for games that didn't used to have it. So like when I played through the Dead Space series for the 360, they all ran in HDR 4K, which was really cool because um, of course, Visceral Studios, people who made those games have been disbanded. So obviously they weren't the ones who did it. Um, Microsoft just went in and you know they, they upscale the things. They they have it running in HDR as well when you play in the backwards compatibility mode and I'm not sure if I got 60 FPS in those games I think I did because I remember watching 360 gameplay and like a review and being like holy shit that looks so choppy um but one thing I can say is that I really struggle to play anything in 30 FPS now <laughs> I used to not give a shit about that because I've always just I've always used consoles as opposed to PC but now after using this for as long as I have I ooh. 30 FPS is really bad, actually, looking back on it. I You've definitely was spoiled. used to it. Yeah, yeah, I, I really have, it's bad. Um, like, I can't even play, I can't even play games in quality mode um, if it goes under 60 now. Like, I tried playing uh, Control in quality mode with, like, ray tracing and shit, and the ray tracing is pretty, but I can't play that in 30 FPS. Like. There's so much going on in that game. That game is just such fast motion. And it is just insufferable in 30 FPS now. Um, after using 60 for so long. I remember the first time I transitioned to 60. Uh, 
like I saw it and I just I remember just being mind blown at how smooth it was compared to 30 because to me that is the most drastic um, change like once you're at 60 if you continue to go higher that's really only for like the hella hardcore enthusiasts like 120 frames per second and then just up from there that's not as needed um because honestly 60 is pretty is a pretty good number it, like it's pretty damn butter it's like it's butter smooth at times um especially with the right games uh but uh what what game was it that i played in 60 fps it was a it was a microsoft exclusive game um i want to say hellblade let me look it up Yes, it was Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice. Um, I played that on my One X. That was before I even had a Series X. Um, that had a 60 FPS option, and I was like, ooh, let me try that. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> this is way better. Um, it just looks and feels better. Like, I, I don't know. What, what are y'all? Are y'all quality people or FPS people? I like looking at things. Okay. <laughs> You're like half blind though. Like I want. Hey, fine. I don't like HD because it's very hard to tell the difference. So uh, maybe quality, not quality, the better frame. It so it depends on the it depends on the game. Like a game like a uh, like Control. Yeah, I'd rather play that in 60 FPS just because of how much you're moving around and shit. Um, but a game like I don't know, the medium. I, I could do 30 FPS. I'd play that in quality mode because, like, I don't that that game doesn't you know you're it, it's a walking sim. You're just walking around. You don't need 60 frames per second. So yeah. I'm getting called. All right, meet yourself. Um, what do you think, Angel? I'm of the opinion it depends. Like, definitely depends on what it is. Yeah. He's like, I don't got one of them fancy TVs. I use a really cheap computer monitor for everything. I got, like, I'm pretty sure it has, like, a 45 hertz refresh rate. Really? So I can't even reach 60 FPS. Hey, but 45 I'm talking this bad boy was, like, 75 bucks at Walmart. Oh, okay. And most of the cost was because it's 24 inches. <laughs> Oof. Uh... At that point, my, ne honestly, my next upgrade is going to be a new monitor. That's for damn sure. That's shit. At that point, I'd just get a small TV, you know? Um, like, that's what I did originally when I first got my PC. I was like, wow, I don't have any money for spending on extra shit. So I just got a, uh, like, a 24-inch 1080p TV, but it, it was 60 hertz. I don't, I don't get how I got that for $100, but I did. So. Yeah, I thought about getting a small TV... But I like this has like a pretty bezel-less design, and I don't like bezels, so. I gotcha. The one I have right now, the monitor I got recently, it goes to seventy-five hertz. I I have not played or done a single thing that I need seventy-five frames a second for. That's such an oddly specific number. Um, but I got it because it has much better quality and it has sixty hertz at least, right? It's long. Um, yeah, it's the ultra wide. It's like uh, <laughs> 21 by 9. Um, 1440p resolution, so it's not bad at all. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, Julio, you back with us? Yeah, I'm back. Alright, so are you a quality or a frame rate person? <laughs> I like, um, I guess the frame rate is how well it's running. Like if an animation is not choppy. Alright. Look at my hand. Um, here's 30 frames per second. Here's 60. Like, it's, just, it's literally... Yeah, that's what I like. Okay. You just like smoother. Uh, I get that. There are some things that I prefer in 30 FPS. Like, uh, I know Into the Spider-Verse actually has a lot of really cool and subtle animation tricks. Um, like, Miles, when he's first learning... Um, and being taught by Peter B. Parker, uh, he's actually animated in, I think, like, 24 frames per second, and Peter Parker is animated in 30 frames per second, and it's such a subtle difference, but the reason Miles is in less frames per second is because it's supposed to kind of show that he's new to it, and he's learning. Um, and, like, that 
I remember being so fucking geeked up when I first heard about that and noticed it. I didn't want to say anything because I sound like a like you know a snobby animator. But uh, when I was first watching it, oh, I was... can you tell there's a six frames a second difference <laughs> right. between these two characters? <laughs> I'm sitting there watching it and I'm like, Miles is super choppy compared to. Um, yeah, compared I noticed to... that too. I just yeah. thought it was because a style choice is like Miles is so is. sketchy. Yeah, um, he's like so. Choice. Yeah, he's so, more like a comic book than Peter because Peter is more like a movie version of Peter. So, so what you'll notice Miles, um, is after he after he dons his own costume and he jumps off that building and it does that fucking awesome sequence of him falling upside down, um, he is 30 frames per second again. Or I think it's like, specifically, it's like 29.4. Um, but... <laughs> It's, there's some industry standard. I really want to go watch Into the Spider-Verse again now and watch for that. Yeah, you, you'll notice it. It's so cool. Every frame. <laughs> Shut up, okay. It's not like I... Okay, here's the thing. When I first watched the movie, I sat there and I was like, oh, he's kind of choppy compared to Peter, but I didn't think anything else of it. And then when I was reading this thing about the creators, because, man, there was so much fucking love poured into that movie. Um... But when I was reading this thing that the creators were talking about and they and they said that specifically, I was like, whoa, that's fucking awesome. Um, I just remember being blown the hell away by that. Spider-Man's been getting some good treatment these past few years, man. I still have yet to play Miles Morales, uh, the game, because I'm trying to not mess with that until I have a PS5. So, yeah. I don't know, though. Hmm. So we we all kind of agree, except for well, me and Angel agree um, that the quality of frames is kind of a contextual thing. Like, you know, in a in a very slow paced game, we're cool with thirty frames per second if the game is a much more of a like you know a visual piece to look at. Yeah. Uh, but in a game like Control or you know like your your Call of Duty or Doom, especially things like that. You probably want 60 FPS. I mean, there are some games on the Series X, like Gears 5. Um, the multiplayer in Gears 5, you can play it at 120 frames per second. Um, I believe on the Series X, if you're playing it at 120 frames per second, you're getting like 1080p output. Um, so it's pretty standard. But if you're playing it at 120 frames per second on the Series S, you're getting like 720p output. Um, or 740. Isn't 120 frames like almost the max the human brain can like brain power? Like once, no. Once you're beyond 120 frames, it's really fucking hard to notice anything higher than that. Um, I might be wrong about that, but I think you're right. Uh yeah, once you're once you're past that, it's just like it's complete overkill. I know there's a certain frame rate you get to where it, it's just it's pointless. Like once because you know, um, you know, like those slow-mo guy videos, they record that shit at like, you know, 10 quintillion frames per second. Because once you do that, things are in slow-mo. You're capturing like, like nanoseconds, like, you know, 10 to the power of negative 10, like, nanoseconds. Um, you can see the particles coming off of someone's ass. Right. Sure. Um, but... <laughs> yeah. I, like, I feel like at some point, it gets there so much, it actually is like hurts your brain to look at you just ever get excited for the day that it's like that like the fucking xbox series x2 or whatever the fuck they're gonna call the next one um you ever get excited for the day that like that's gonna be normal is getting those insane resolutions like 1440p or 4k um and getting 60 fps or 120 fps like it doesn't ever go below that one day that'll just be the At, norm. In those days, like 1080p will be downgraded from HD and be like, like how 720 was recently. Yeah, it'll be like. You, it'll... Um, what? Is, how is it done? I I believe 720p is HD, 1080p is uh full H HD, and then 4K is Ultra HD. 1440p is just like 30 people have it, um, <laughs> including me. I like 1440p because you can get a crisp as fuck resolution. Because here's my thing. Unless your screen is bigger than like 30, 40 inches, you don't need 4K. It's like, it's so pointless in my opinion. Because um, to me, a 1080p phone uh, phone screen is going to look the same as a 4K, like 60, 60 inch TV. Because, you know, 
the, the reason you want better resolutions when a TV or something is bigger naturally is just because, you know, you're stretching the resolution. It's big. Right. It big. It, right. A 1080p 60-inch TV is going to look a lot worse than a 1080p 3-inch phone screen. So, yeah, every it's so funny. YouTube. What's up? On my phone. I remember, like, when Zane mentioned how shitty it looks, then I keep noticing... God damn it, now that I'm looking at these shit in, in 720p, I can notice that it doesn't look that good. <laughs> yeah, like, I'll go you're back ruining... and I'll watch like, old cartoons that haven't been up mm -hmm. at all, and I'm like, damn, this is like... It's rough. Like, people saw Yeah, <laughs> Right, and I remember, we, as yeah. kids, you guys gotta keep in mind, you know something that blew my mind? I, uh, I use a component to HDMI converter for my PlayStation 2, and I hook it up into my TV. That brings the resolution up from 480i to 720p. Um, I like, I cannot believe we used to just play shit in 480p and 480i, and we were just like, this looks awesome. <laughs> I I okay until I turned 15 and moved to where I like moved to Tessie's house. I was using a box TV from 2005. <laughs> I had a SpongeBob. I, Mike. <laughs> I had a SpongeBob TV until I was like 13. Um that I, I i honestly i couldn't tell you the resolution i remember watching joe dirt on it as a kid and thinking that looked like shit um i think it was probably <laughs> it 480p probably did. right because it was component i don't think component got higher than 480p um yeah that's that tv was component and that like i went from that box tv to a 60 inch smart tv 1080p? and let me tell you uh, obviously yeah like we're not rich <laughs> but um but they're so if, affordable like, they really that are difference not in 2016 they weren't in, in 2016 they were moderately like you could get away with maybe like a 721 um i think in 2016 we had gotten to like a 60 inch 1080p for i think like a 200 which i know is not insanely affordable but it still wasn't bad by any means for because you remember how revolutionary flat screens were um yeah yeah the like in my dad's room there was a, a flat screen one of the really old flat screens that were like that were just like boxes but they were kind of flat like yeah i remember those we still have but, like one this was like a real like Man, we need. I need to go get that old box TV now. Did Just, like, see how shitty it is. Right. Did I, um... And then you get those elitists that are like, Oh, yeah, you can, uh, when you play older games, you have to play them on component cables in a, on a TV from 2003. Like, why? <laughs> like, why? Why do I have we to do that? Like, original Street Fighter, you have to purchase an arcade machine. Right. Um... <laughs> I just I remember somebody telling me about uh, that when I was when I was first getting into like playing the older Silent Hill games, and I was like, "Ooh, this one, you know, I'm gonna try to upscale this on my computer." And they were like, "No, you should spend 150 on the copy on the PS2, and then get a box TV and component cables and all that, and get the authentic experience." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's authentic, but like it's so hard to get a hold of that stuff now, especially like old TVs that still work, right? And like." I don't. I haven't seen a component cable to be bought at Walmart in years. Yeah, you can still get them on Amazon. Oh my God, they're so cheap on Amazon. I had to get one for my PS2, right? Um, I think it was like five dollars. <laughs> so, yeah, they're no How issue getting. How long was it? Um, well, longer than I needed. It it goes. It, it would reach my TV. I don't need it to reach my TV because like I, like I said earlier, I have it hooked up into like a HDMI converter. Um, I love the HDMI converter I bought. It's so cool because I have my Xbox and my PlayStation two hooked up into it. And, um, so my Xbox and my PS two are on the same HDMI input, but whichever one I want to use, I just flip a switch on the converter. That's cool. It's really cool. That's, that's, that's nifty. Yeah, and so now both like are upscaled in 720p, and I understand the big thing that people bitch about with upscaling and HDMI converting is they're 
they always scoff and they talk about how like oh but you're gonna get input latency and this and that um <laughs> but i just like i don't think i'm gonna get substantial enough input latency to affect my experience in a ps2 game i don't think ps2 games really need me to have like intense reflexes i'm not playing csgo on my ps2 i'm playing like silent hill like <laughs> so it's, it's nothing fancy um so i don't know it's wild the only game i can think of uh like a game that was on the ps2 that would call for that i don't even know if it was on the ps2 julio do you know if resident evil zero was on the ps2 Zane, do you think i know anything about resident evil sometimes you do let me look. Sometimes I do. I just know of a couple PS3 games that I played with a friend down the street. That's kind of it. I think it just came out on the GameCube. Yeah, it did not come out on the PS2. It came out on the GameCube and the Wii. Okay, so there you go. The only thing I could think of that like really requires like some intense fucking um, accuracy is Resident Evil. Z well, Resident Evil 3 kind of did, but that's a PlayStation 1 game. Um... Okay, sorry, I'm derailing, but, uh, well, now that I think about it, we're, I'm derailing off of a derail off of a derail, like, where'd we even start? Oh, the FPS discussion. boosting. <laughs> Holy shit, let me look at how much time we just killed with that, 20 minutes, okay. Um, hey, no, that was a good convo, that, that that's what this shit's all about, but, yeah, so... This program is cool. Did you really just say a good convo? Yeah. And done, guys. We did a very well done oh, conversation. Individuals. Y'all leave me be, okay? I do what I want. Um. Hey, what's the fucking mask? <laughs> Zero. What is that mask? We live in a society. Uh. It's just a gas mask, too. Uh, it looks like Zero Escape gas mask. Oh, you're stupid. It's like sledges. Um, but... You're like a sledge, because you have a, a thick head. I do. Uh, I have no clue where the case for my headphones went. I accidentally tossed it behind me. It's gone. Um, okay, fuck it. So, okay, but this program's really neat, right? <laughs> I don't know how much, how much else to say about it. It's cool. It really is, honestly. Um, I'm pretty excited to see where that goes. Nifty. I, yeah, I hope they do more than the original lineup here. Um, because the... Let me look at this. The games that are going to be a part of this are not really games that I get all excited about. Uh, the games so far are Watch Dogs 2, Sniper Elite 4, Far Cry 4, and UFC 4. Like... <laughs> You get to shoot those testicles at fucking 60 frames per second. Right, kill Hitler for the fourth time in a different game, like... Ugh, I don't know. He's coming back, man. Sniper Elite <laughs> 2 was pretty good. The Sniper Elite 3 and 4 are trash, though. Uh, but... Yeah, I don't know. I Hopefully hopefully they roll it out with more interesting games than the ones so far. Because the ones as of right now are just kind of throwaway, in my opinion. Sorry, not a fan of Watch Dogs or UFC. Um, especially not Watch Dogs. Uh, but, I don't know. Any final thoughts on that before we move on? TV old and crunchy. Mm -hmm. Alright, well, cool. So, next topic of the evening is the one we come to every week. What are we playing, watching, reading, and or listening to? Starting from the top of the list like we do. Angel, what you been up to? I'm going to try to find my headphone case while you do that. Um, so I've been watching this YouTube playlist on repeat. It's 11 videos. It's a series of animatics. I've been listening, watching it and listening to it on repeat. Because it, it, it nice. I've been shuffling it. It's been nice. Ooh, I, I, I played, um, I was home this week and at home we have a PSVR, so I played a lot of Job Simulator. I tried Minecraft VR, which How's is that? the trippiest experience you will ever experience. Oh. Like, 
you move, but you don't move, you turn, like, you have to look around, like, move your head to look around, but then to move, you just use the joystick. Like, it's so, like, it's really bad. Like, I got really nauseous doing it. I prefer normal Minecraft. Um, found him. I watched my brother play Fortnite and win. He's never played Fortnite before that game. He won his first match ever by hiding and then sniping the last guy left. Wow. And now okay. he refused to ever play it again. <laughs> I'm like, I. So I watched like a my brother coward. play Spider Man PS4. Ooh. Are you supposed to play real wars, eh? Just camp until you kill it, but to watch my brother play Doom Eternal again. Hell yeah. And I asked him if he would file share with me, Zane, and he said when he gets his PS4 out, because he hasn't had it out, he's been using his PS3. Because he needs to need figure his... out what his password is. <laughs> oh my god. He doesn't know his password. <laughs> Dude, out. he uses like these 20 character long passwords with like completely random letter number combinations. And no wonder he can't make remember a it. Sentence instead of doing that. That's a way better <laughs> thing. Just make a sentence. Alright. Yeah. Well, cool. I had a really weird, exciting week. We, we also, fr you know how you can fr freeze pants when it's really cold outside with water? Yeah. We did what? that, put it in our front yard, and named it Betty. <laughs> hmm. That's interesting. <laughs> Alright, well cool. Sounds like your week has been neat, man. Yeah, I didn't do any of the homework I was supposed to do, and I have to do it all this weekend. I didn't but... get to, man. I'm <laughs> in the same boat. Oh. Alright. But with that, Julio, Leonardo da Torre the Fourth. What you been up to? The I started playing Titanfall 2. I Multiplayer, that. I haven't touched the story. I've been getting what? notifications on my Xbox. It's like, <laughs> July the Tower is playing Titanfall. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> well, what do you have notifications on for that? Because I, I set you as one of my close friends. Um, and I, I get, I literally get notifications if they take a dump. It's so fucking weird. Um, but it was funny. Sorry, continue. I'm like, I'm the king of hijacking what people are talking about. Yeah. Yeah, my nephew was playing games too. He keeps on downloading other games. <laughs> so he has Destiny 2 right now. Playing it. Do you even have room on the device to download stuff? Yeah, I just delete the last game he was using. <laughs> Dude, you gotta get a hard drive, yeah. bro. Oh, I didn't even hear you. Let's see. I said you gotta get a hard drive, and I just hear him say no. I, I see him say no, but I don't hear it. Okay. Yeah. Continue. I haven't seen anything new. Hmm. What have I experienced? Bro, today, so, shit. Why would we get so much I'm dead thinking. air with you? Oh my god, okay, we'll come back. We're gonna come what, back to you. What do you mean, dead air? Silence. Nobody listens to a podcast for silence, bro. Um, okay. I'm literally talking. We're gonna come back to you, okay? Okay. Okay. He's gonna... He's, 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 he's upset. I'm gonna kill him. That's what I'm gonna do. Um, okay. So, what was I gonna fucking say? Damn it, Julio. Oh, okay. This week, personally... Uh, it's been a little balls out. I, I live in Texas, and you know it's it's February. It's Fresh. the beginning of it's the beginning of February. I, I think that's all I have to say. If you unless you live under a rock, you know what it's been like for me. Um, so, but when I have had power, I actually played through two thirds of the fucking Mafia series, <laughs> like the entire thing, um, which has been funny. Because the power situation here has been so sporadic, and all my classes have been cancelled, so every time we have power, we'll have it for like four or five hours. I'm too nervous to start a project, because god forbid I'm halfway through that, and then just... Um, I don't want files to get corrupt or anything like that, so I've just left my computer off. Uh, 
And so when the power does come back on, I'm just I've just been playing games all week, man. Um, been playing more control, making steady progress in that. They finally fucking updated it, um, so it doesn't crash every ten seconds like it did. You keep uh, getting rare achievements. <laughs> no, because the game's been out for a few weeks now. Uh, but oh, it's so funny, Angel. I started playing it the night it came out, and I was getting um. Every achievement I was getting, it was having like it was it was doing like this rare achievement sound. Uh, X, as opposed to PlayStation, Xbox has this thing where it plays like this fucking intense ass sound. If the achievement has only been earned by uh, by one percent of players, um, and since the game had been out for like twenty minutes, I was blazing through it, uh, and it was just like like after into every mission <laughs> it was so funny 9% of players have yes. gotten I, I got to a point where I'd finished a mission and I got an achievement and it said 0.006% of players have gotten this what was it like a story thing or like yes, it, it, it was type? okay it was like mission <laughs> 5 it was like the 5th mission like that's it oh so yeah it was funny as hell uh one thing I I'm glad they finally patched it. It's not crashing nearly as much. It still fucking crashed. Um, the night I started it up again, I played for like three hours and it crashed. When I was like, "All right, fuck it, I'm gonna play something else. I am not gonna play this shit if it's gonna keep crashing." Um, but I've been playing Mafia. So much Mafia. A lot of Mafia. Um, my yeah. brother-in-law lent me the definitive edition of the first one because I didn't want to throw money at that in case it was bad. I was like, oh, I have no clue what Mafia is all about. And I'm normally I'm normally pretty turned off to the GTA, you know, um, with uh, Saints Row style games. Like, I, those are normally never my cup of tea. I'm getting um, another call from my mom. Good God. Okay. But I started, so I started it up. Uh, the first one is a uh, the definitive edition is a remaster of the first one from like I want to say 2001 2002 it, it's old um but it is not I'm sorry it's not a remaster it's a complete fucking remake um so it was gorgeous it's you know 2020 standards of graphics and oof I actually was really into it I liked it it was fun it was it was a great story a great great story um and it was a good time. I finished it. I was like, you know what? The other two on sale, I'll just get them. And I bought them. They were 15 each. And I put up the second one. And I finished the second one this week. Um, the second one was kind of my least favorite so far. Which I know that's fucking heresy to say out loud. Because when I was looking into like people's opinions on these three games. I was seeing a lot of how people think the second one is like by far the best. Um, and... I'm not gonna lie, the second one was kind of my least favorite. Like, it had just the least engaging story. And maybe that's partially because the Definitive Edition modernized a lot of the first game. Because, like, the first game, I, I mean, I wouldn't be able to get through it nowadays. Like, the, the, the original first game. So, the second one wasn't very... Uh, it was good, it was really good, but it wasn't, like, incredible. Um, I still enjoyed it, though. It just didn't have the story that the first one has. And especially the third one. The third one, I just started it. I'm like 10 hours in. And I, the third one has the most interesting story so far. I'm worried that the gameplay is going to get monotonous in the third one. But the story is awesome. The story is really cool. It's not really something that's appropriate to talk about on a podcast where we try to avoid political discourse. Um, I'll just say that much about the story. It kind of pushes boundaries with what with what stories games can tell. Um, so I really enjoy it. But yeah, been playing yeah, through those. A video, huh? About um, Mafia Three and like a minor gameplay like mechanic is that the there's a certain place places where the 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 policia shoot you. Or no, they they apprehend you quicker in certain places than other places. Mm -hmm. So it was like a neat little detail to the gameplay. Oh yeah, the the mafia games. Yeah. What I've noticed about them is that they kind of they go for hyper realism um, at times. Like you can put the so you do a lot of driving in those games. 
Um, which when I first heard that, when I started playing them, I was like, ooh, I really may not like these. Because I, I don't like driving in games. I don't like driving in real life. Um, and you have to follow the law? So if you put it in simulation mode, you will actually get pulled over if you start speeding or you cross a red light. Um, yeah. And of course, you it's, can evade the police and start a shootout and be insane still, of course. But like there are consequences to even the simplest things. Because, you know, in Grand Theft Auto, you can speed around town and cross red lights. And, you know, unless you hit somebody, nobody's going to give a shit. Um, but if you put it in simulation mode in Mafia, I mean, you cross a red light, there's immediately sirens. Um, and you get pulled the fuck over. It's wild, and you gotta like pay a fine or resist arrest or go to prison. It's wild. Uh, how hyper realistic it is. The first one, the first one really caught my interest immediately because Mafia One is set during the twenties, and it's um, it's about a a mafia um, who are peddling alcohol because a lot of people forget that during the twenties, alcohol was completely illegal. Um. And so that's like, that's fascinating because, you know, the other two are like, you know, they're peddling drugs and doing shit like that. Uh, so the first one just being about alcohol, it's so, it's so, it's like, it's so interesting um, because of that, because it's so, that's so unique to that time period because alcohol was illegal for a very small amount of time. Um, I think, I believe it's how Gatsby got rich in the Great Gatsby. Uh, he worked with the mafia um, and sold alcohol illegally before and during yeah. the Great Depression, I want to say. So, yeah, pretty cool stuff. <laughs> but I'm going to quit going on that tangent I just did. It's all really neat. I, I like the series so far. The third one is my favorite in terms of story already. Just because the story in the third one is fucking, like, really interesting. Um, it's set during the Civil Rights Movement, I'll say that much. So, yeah. And Angel's making terrifying faces at the camera, so I think it's time to move on. <laughs> Alright. So, uh, Julio, do you want to wrap up what you've been up to this week, and then we can move on to the next topic? Oh, yeah. Let's see. Can I can I talk about the story of my... <laughs> Shut the fuck up! <laughs> can I talk about the story of the of the RP that we've been doing? The D&D oh, the style? Okay, okay. <laughs> I, um, I'm giving you... Five minutes. Don't use more than five minutes to talk about that. Okay. Because that's oddly so specific. Alright, the, the the main group is like, fuck, I'm getting called over. <laughs> oh my god. Alright. Hold on. Um, okay, okay, we'll wait, we'll wait. What do we fucking talk about when we wait on Julio? I guess we can start. Just pause the recording. I want to pause the recording. What's up, uh, Let's just talk about other life stuff that we've been doing. That's not watching, playing, reading, and shit. Oh, God. This week's been boring well, for me. I've sat here without power. Right. I've been trying to keep my dog warm. Like, that's been my week. That's it. That's literally it. I guess, uh... <laughs> I got a new sweater. I don't... Nobody cares about that. Um... I was gonna talk about how I'm geeked you up. You say about no it. one cares. Someone out there cares that you got a new nice sweater, Zane. <laughs> Maybe someone does. Um, I'm trying to think. What did I do this week that might be interesting that I haven't talked about already? Ooh, uh, I downloaded TikTok. Oof. Okay. How's and that I uh, just I like started searching stuff that I had, I knew there was communities for. Within an hour, I was already on the gay side of TikTok, and it's the best decision <laughs> I've ever made. Uh, I thought you were about to tell me you were on the Five Nights at Freddy's side of TikTok. <laughs> oh. No. Oh, no, no. I don't I, have TikTok. I, someone's, like, some random person, like, sent me, like, it was like a spam bot thing. But it, it was a weird video, and it had a furry in it. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't have TikTok, obviously. I, I, I'm not, like, pretentious towards it. If you have it, go for it. You know, I don't give a shit. Um, I don't know how, where Julio stands on that issue. I think he probably is low-key one of those dudes that's, like, that scoffs at it. Um, I, I... You see, I used to be like that because I was kind of, like, under the impression it was only, like, straight teenage... 
teenagers making right. thirst traps. Right. But I found some like like educational stuff on there. I found like just like communities and it's it's fun. But where I was going with that, oh, yeah, I watched my maternal figure figure out how to use TikTok. Oh god. For the family business. <laughs> and I followed her. Love that. They have an Instagram. I think I follow that. Yeah, they like. Yeah, they have Instagram and like all the TikToks they've made. There's only two of them right now, but they're also posted on the Instagram. But it's so <laughs> funny because I watched her make one last night, and then she gave me the product of the video, and I had shit to do, <laughs> and I couldn't tell her no because she'd already made it. And she's like, "I'm not drinking this." I'm like. Walk. Okay. Fine. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, I guess you I didn't do have... anything last night. Yeah, I guess you couldn't have asked for a better uh, maternal figure figure than one who gives you fucking. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, all right. That'd be like a. I never knew why life would come to this. Hey, it's not a bad thing at all. Your mom's. It's sounds... not a bad thing. Mom sounds pretty but cool. It's like she pretty cool. She she helped me. It's super snowy outside because you know. Yeah. The, the whole know, the country's been under like a blizzard. Right. Day after tomorrow. She helped me carry my laundry up the stairs when the stairs were covered in snow still. Right. It's very nice. Not how was your family, Zane? I guess we're talking about family. How's your family? Shit. They 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 doing okay after the cold. They're fine. They're fucking annoying, man. Um, I got nothing <laughs> against any of them. I just, oh my god, the cabin fever set in this week. I, for those who don't know, I've been quarantining as is for, um, as of March 13th, I will have been quarantining for a year. Um, but to add on top of that, having to huddle in a room with your whole family in the cold in like 30, in a 30 degree house. Uh, with no power or water for three days, like, <laughs> oh my god. Um, it was rough. It was really rough, but... I bet uh, you're happy to have your own, like, space be nice and warm and able to just vibe by yourself. I, I've been really grateful for that, um, this entire time I've been stuck here at home, uh, having my own place. Like, is it my, uh, you, I mean, nobody can see it except for you. But my room basically is just like a small apartment. The, the amount of shit I've crammed in here. Like, I, I've got two shelves of books. Um, an, an entire entertainment center with its own TV and everything. And I got a couch in here somehow. A whole futon in front of my bed next to a dresser. Next to another shelf. And then I'm sitting at a desk as well <laughs> here. Like, my room isn't horribly huge. Um, it's just... I, it's like... Probably the size of my room here. Yeah, like, maybe a little bigger. That's it. Uh, and I have cramps. So my room much shit. is also like an entire apartment because I have I have microwave, I have mini fridge, I have yeah. closet. Well, yours is I obviously more desk. like an apartment than mine because you know you have utilities in there. Um, I I wanted to get a mini fridge at some point, but I'm like I don't I don't go grocery shopping enough to justify that. Um, it just there'd be like I don't Dr. either, but I that's all I I need a mini fridge because I don't want because my room when we first moved in here my roommates realized I had mini fridge and I'm I, I don't have any room in the fridge hmm. for my stuff so everything I buy has to go in that right that makes sense <sighs> uh, if yeah. I decide to buy milk. I can't, I can't have anything bigger than like a 20 ounce bottle until I get rid of that half gallon of milk. Right, I gotcha. Uh, I'm still upset about my chicken nuggets. I'm so fucking sorry. Oh, <laughs> if you want to talk about that, you're welcome to. So I went home for a week and then I found out my apartment lost power for probably like, I think it was a day and also I lost hot water. It was a mess. I thought I wasn't here. But I had chicken nuggets I had put in my fridge and I didn't get to eat them and now I'm sad because they're like, they went bad. But they're like, 
They were McNuggets. They were good. And I have I have four honey mustards that I need to do something with. <laughs> that has. Understandable though. I really get it. Alright. Um yeah, this Would week anyone been... like some honey mustard? I'll mail it to you. This week has been fucking interesting. Between you and you getting your chicken nuggets and like losing them. Um, among other things, I like how I presented that as if that was probably like the most, the most pressing thing this week. <laughs> that was the most pressing thing this week, me and my chicken nuggets. Man, for me, honestly, the most stressful thing this week was, um, just like every time the power went out, just going around and making sure that everything was unplugged. Cause I have so many electronics in here that I, oh my God, I'd have to take out a loan. <laughs> to replace them um because i've been smart with how i i get the appliances that i have and the things that i have but not so smart that should something happen to them i you know i can just replace them like that uh if that makes sense yeah so. that's what i was worried about not being here because i left my desktop plugged in and i'm like oh oh fuck Right. I hope it don't go. I hope it don't go boom. Exactly. Um, Jesus, we're just gonna have to move on. Like we can't wait for Julio much longer. Yeah, we're coming up on fifty minutes. We need to. Oh my God. <gasps> Look at that timing. So they had to get. We were just about I had to, to throw move away on. so much trash that was apparently in the garage. You have five minutes to explain what you've done this week, Julio. Yeah, Hold yeah. on, I'm eating China Express. No, no, explain. So basically, the story. Yeah, go for it. Okay, the story so far. Well, my character, I named her Vault because she she can. What, what's so funny about Vault? Just talk, bro. Just talk. Oh my voice cracked. <laughs> yeah, her her power is like um sort of stopping time, but she gets boosted by it. So she doesn't get to move in the stop time. She just stops time for a second and is somewhere else now. Like she goes forward with momentum. Right. Uh, it's it's a fun thing. Um, the story is like everyone gets their powers at the same time um, in this apartment fire, and we team up eventually. So my character, she obviously goes out to try superheroing immediately. Because that's what you do when you get superpowers. Um, the first guy I find is some sketchy looking dude in an alleyway. And I beat him up real good. And it turns out he's an, a watch salesman. So obviously that's, no, that's illegal. <laughs> um, after that, I immediately um, am put up against a high ranking supervillain. And I... I defeat her somehow because um, the vault is is pretty cool. Uh, after that, I I fight some other dude that tinkers with a motorcycle and a force field, uh, and I get I team up with the team. Uh, we take down uh, a big cell of that supervillain faction um, very well. That we end up angering the the bigger faction so now we're just slowly getting sent stronger and stronger enemies stop making faces <laughs> i'm sorry bro like i can't explain the details because y'all won't understand the details uh yeah um vault uh, i made her a lesbian so she's definitely getting with uh um another chick all right you little creep of course you did um, what? It's not my oh. fault that the, the GM is making that story. Okay, okay. I think it's time to move on. Is that cool? Is that cool? No, yes. you're not cool. Okay. So, our last topic of the evening before we delve into questions is another thing with uh, another development with the Silent Hill thing. So... It's been a slow news, a slow news week. I want to be covering the same stuff over and over again, if, uh, if not for that. A whole half the country's been dead this week. Right. 
so okay silent hill is rumored to be having a new entry that is being developed by blooper for those who don't know blooper is the studio who made layers of fear the observer and more recently the medium uh there's a lot of signs pointing towards this there are significant rumors that uh seem to be i guess alluding to that a lot of old silent hill talent are working on it as well including but and maybe not limited to masahiri ito and akira yamaoka um we talked about it a week or two ago how akira yamaoka had directly hinted at it by saying that he's working on a project that he thinks is the one you all want to hear about um and masahiri ito said at the beginning of either this year or last year that he is working on a new project that he really hopes won't be canceled so the reason people are speculating and believe that I want Looper, say I want your opinion. What's up? What? What's up? If this isn't a Silent Hill game, how disappointed are you going to be? Not very. Um okay. okay. The the reason being is because I I like Blooper kind of. Um I think the medium is their best work, but that's still not saying a lot. Like, the medium was good, but it wasn't. To me, they aren't the people I want making a Silent Hill game. Um, unless a lot more of the original Team Silent uh, talent comes on board. Um, the reason I say this is because I'm not a fan of their of their work of their of their structure the way they make their games because their games the writing is fine um i i've been reading a lot recently that it's kind of harmful towards people with trauma uh and i can see where people are coming from with that argument um but other than that the writing is is fine uh i'd say it's okay um but my biggest issue with their games are I don't think any notable games from the blooper team have combat in any capacity. You quite literally never fight, at least in the games I've played from them. Um, I've played Observer. I've played Layers of Fear 1 and 2. I have played The Medium and Blair Witch. Not in a single just, one of those games. Huh? You just run and hide. Right. Not in a single one of those games have I ever fought anything um in fact in layers of fear one and two or just one and layers of fear one you don't even hide or run from anything you just walk around um so they said recently that they're looking for a combat uh a combat scripter somebody who knows how to design and create combat in a game engine and they've been hinting at how they're working on a massive IP um, and that this knowledge in tandem with Ikira Yamaoka saying what he said and Masahiro Ito saying what he said um, a lot of people are speculating that the medium was created kind of in part to prove to Konami that they can turn a profit on something they make um, that is similar and now that they have, Konami has signed them on for a deal. And the reason that people, the biggest piece of evidence that leads towards this is Akira Yamaoka said um, around a year ago that he's working on two projects. One of them we don't know what is. He, sorry, he said he's working on two projects with Blooper. We don't, we don't know what one of those are. We've already seen one of them. Um, he worked with Blooper on the medium, of course. He did the music uh, and the composition uh, with Mary Elizabeth as well. So it it seems pretty likely that Konami has outsourced the IP to Blooper to make something for them, and they use the medium as a way of like pitching or continuing to show and pitch to Konami. Like, hey, we can do that. We can turn a profit at least, because Konami, they kind of don't care whether or not it's good. They just, is it going to make a profit? That's the big thing. Um, so... I'm so 50-50 on this. There, okay, so I should also note there's another rumor <laughs> um, that also has as much evidence I'll backing watch it. Rumors. I know. There's another rumor that also has as much evidence backing it that a Japanese developer is working on another Silent Hill game. It, the, the big thing, the, what all the articles are kind of saying 
uh, like things like IGN and we got this covered, um, are there are two different in development, which that has been in the rumor mill for a year now. Um, a, a year ago is when that first cropped up that there are potentially two different Silent Hill games being made. Um, Why would they go for so long with that one and now have two in the works? Konami is weird. I they they made Metal Gear Solid Five with Hideo Kojima, and it was it was okay. And then they were silent forever, and then suddenly it was like, oh, here's a survival zombie game in the Metal Gear universe. Like what? Um, they've Survive. Done, right. They've done nothing with Castlevania. Nothing. Um, literally, all they've done with it was outsource it to Netflix for a show. Um, Hell yeah. That's they are weird with their IPs, man. They are weird with their IPs. Um, the most recent Silent Hill game is a pachinko machine um, in Las Vegas. So, yeah. Uh, there is a rumor that a Japanese developer um, is making a Silent Hill game as well. And a lot of people... Uh, a lot of people are speculating about who it could be and whatnot. Um, I've been hearing that it could be Capcom. Capcom. And when I found out about that, I got real excited. Uh, because that's it, this is such a pipe dream of mine. But if a Silent Hill game was made using the RE engine, I would shit my pants, dude. Um, it, but also, just on a surface level, how funny would it be if a new Silent Hill game was made using the Resident Evil engine? Um, <laughs> I think that'd be wild. That's kind of funny. But I think that'd be so cool because what Capcom showed with Resident <laughs> Evil 2 Remake and with Resident Evil 7 and Resident Evil uh, 3 to a lesser extent was they can still do survival horror and they can still do it well. So if they are working on an SH game, that has a lot of fucking potential. If nothing else, it'll be so pretty. Um, so... If, if these both both of these studios are, imagine how many NDAs have been signed to keep it under wraps. Oh my god, a probably ridiculous amount. Um, I what I'm hoping is that I, I'm hoping that at the very least, because uh, okay, so let's say both of these are actually happening. Let's say Capcom is making one and Blooper is making one. I'm obviously way more fucking excited for Capcom's interpretation. Um, I'm a little worried with Capcom, of course, still. I'm gonna be worried with anything. Like, even if they somehow got all of Team Silent together to make one, I'd still be a little worried. Like, oh, are these people gonna be able to rekindle what they did back in the day? Because Silent Hill 4 is kind of notoriously not as good as the first three, and that was still made by the original team. Um, but I'm just hoping more than anything, no matter whose hands are on it, no matter what company overall is on it, they still have some of the original hands on it. A lot of the issue with these Western developed ones like like Origins and Homecoming and Shattered Memories and Downpour um, are that literally the only person from the original team who's working on any of those games was Akira Yamaoka, and that's just the, the music. If there's anything that is solid in every Silent Hill game, it's the music. The music's awesome in all of them. Um, so... I'm hoping that more than just Akira Yamaoka has his hands on things like that. At the very least, Masahiro Ito, have him involved with both projects. Because that'd just be cool. And get some of the original writers, too. Because obviously the writing is super important um, for a Silent Hill game. They're, they're, you don't play Silent Hill for the for the combat. Um, so, yeah, man, I don't know. Uh, I don't have much else to say about that. What do y'all think before we uh, wrap things up here? Music is a bop. I will, uh, yeah. It's yeah. A bop. I love Kitty Yamaoka's composition. He's wonderful. What about you, Julia? Uh, <clears throat> I don't really know much about Silent Hill except for the, 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 the music, the music, the. the, 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 the music. Uh, Silent Hill, because we're friends with you. Yeah. yeah. I get it. I'm yeah, Silent Hill. Like there's a pin on my head from it, um, right now. Fucking you're nerd. Like, you have like three personality traits and it's one of them. 
personality <laughs> I'm trait. Sorry, that was me. Silent Hill. That's fine. Metal. Okay. <laughs> if you, if you, I swear to God, if you say Star Wars, Star Wars. <laughs> do not fucking say it. I take such offense because I have such a love-hate relationship with Star Wars, bro. Uh, ew. People make fun of me for the amount I talk about Star Wars, but it's like, how do you not talk about it that much? There's literally always something going on with it. Always. Like, you literally, I, 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 you can't go a week without some new kind of news about a comic, a book, a movie, a show, a game, something. So, I don't know. That's just inevitable if you ask me, okay? It, it, I. I am inevitable. Okay. I'm Iron Man. Oh, okay. If Dang, you want to identify you. me. <laughs> oh, you can't? Oh, we can. Yeah, I can we, now. Oh, your okay. mouth is moving now. We can hear you. If you want to identify me by Metal and Silent Hill, I can live with that. That's fine. Um, But if you start doing it by, through Star Wars, I get a little offended. I was um, going to say Metal, Silent Hill, and Daisy. That, okay. Yeah, that's perfect. That's the tree. That's like the dyad right there. Um. <laughs> Ah, damn it, I made a Star Wars reference. Um, <laughs> okay, with that, this has been episode 73 of the Oblivious Podcast. Questions? We, we didn't have, have questions? any this week. Um, we didn't have any? No questions this week, but we did hit the hour mark, so I'm not stressing. Um, so, um, with that, if you listen this far in, thank you very much. This is why we do it, and we'll see you all next week. Peace, guys.